Hey everyone, my name is Sora Choi and you're listening to Sora Not Sorry. So I'm going to catch you up a little bit on my current life and then I'm going to tell you this insane story of how I hooked up with a catfish. Be prepared, you may lose some respect for me today. So before we get into how sketch I am, let's dive on in to present day. Last week I had COVID. Sorry, I'm still a little congested. I'm pretty sure I caught Omicron. And I'm gonna be really honest with you. Part of me was low-key relieved because I just felt like I was in this video game where I was just dodging this freaking disease. But basically what happened was over a week ago, I started to get a little throat tickle, but I haven't been good in good sleep lately. January has just been a little wonky, but I'm feeling really good about entering February soon. We're still good. We're still good. I feel like January wasn't a wash, but it, it, it just felt like a transitionary month, if you know what I mean. So sometimes I lose my voice a little bit if I don't get good sleep. I sort of wrote it off. Okay, like I'm fine. I feel fine. This is no big deal. So I went out to dinner with a friend and I took an at-home test, tested negative, went out the next day. The throat thing was kind of the same. So I didn't really think anything of it. And then on Sunday, late afternoon, my intuition told me to just take another test. And so I did. And I was so shook because I have took so many of those at-home tests. If you know what I'm talking about, there's like a little white cassette. If there's one red line at the top, that means you're negative. But then if you've got two red lines or one red line and the other one's kind of faded or positive, well, the way that the test works, like it goes from the bottom up, I was staring at the test. You know, you're supposed to wait 20 minutes, but you know, I'm staring at it and I see the second line is red. And I'm like, oh, fuck. So I give it the rest of the 20 minutes and lo and behold, I look back to thick ass red lines. And mind you, it's an at-home test, $10 from Walgreens. You know, they have the fancier ones that are $30, but this one was just a cheap old $10 one. And so, you know, I was hella positive because that thing picked it up. Anyway, I felt really bad. I told my friends that I was with that I was positive, but none of them have gotten it, thankfully. You know, I just, I felt very guilty for having been out and about, having probably spread it to people. But I mean, at this point, we really have to just live our lives and deal with this disease. I am fully vaccinated and boosted. And I feel like because of that, my symptoms weren't really bad. Some of my friends have been down real, real bad when they've had COVID. They can't sleep. They can't breathe. Da, 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 da. But luckily for me, it was just my voice was gone. And then I started getting congestion in my nasal area and just the middle of my face. I actually tested negative on Saturday. So I followed the updated CDC guidelines, which at the time was a five-day quarantine period if you end up testing negative. But then if you test positive, then you should just quarantine for 10 days. So, oh my God, I was just praying so hard. Please test negative because I was just super bored. Not being able to just go to the gym, go to the grocery store, like those normal little things during the week really sucked. But I feel like my timing was advantageous in terms of like I tested positive on a Sunday and then I just quarantined all week. And I don't usually do much during the week anyway, but something about that lack of freedom was really insufferable. First world problems, but problems nonetheless. All right. All things considered, I got pretty lucky. But yeah, I am just super tired. I'm just exhausted. I feel like I haven't gotten good sleep in weeks. And so I'm fucking exhausted. And so I just needed to take today off. And I can't wait to freaking take some nighttime medicine, turn on my freaking humidifier, take a big old whiff of Vicks.
newspaper rub and go to sleep and get my shit back together. It's a new month tomorrow. I think the worst part about COVID was just, it felt really lonely. And I think that this pandemic in general has forced me to acknowledge a lot of my feelings of loneliness, you know? And it's interesting because it's not like I'm bored, right? Like I have a lot of things going on in my life. I have so many awesome people in my life who want to spend time with me. And I'm so grateful. I have a very full life, but sometimes I still feel lonely as fuck, you know? And so I actually feel like the theme of loneliness ties in really well as to why I hooked up with a catfish in the first place. <laughs> Let me set the scene. I match with this guy on Tinder. His name is Chris supposedly okay and he's really hot dark hair dark eyes we had been talking since before I went to Europe actually it was just kind of funny and then he added me on snapchat he basically tells me that somebody he matched with that he gave his number to did all sorts of weird shit with his phone number and contacted his employer and he tried to be like now my lawyer is involved I met this guy he don't got no fucking lawyer let me tell you that the thing is I have a lot of smart friends who have been scammed and so this story yes it was sketch yes it was a red flag it was easy for me to ignore I was like I mean it's in the realm of possibility so whatever I'm a little shallow and he was really hot so I was like fuck it so anyway we snapchat and what does this man do he sends me a fucking video of him jerking off I immediately am like ew I did not want to see that what the fuck is wrong with you and so I basically am just talking mad shit to him telling him how ridiculous that was I personally do not ever send out nudes or shit like that even if I'm dating someone I am so deathly scared that something will leak out into the public's fear that's just one of my worst fears in life so I don't do that shit now in terms of being the recipient I don't really mind if it's somebody that I have been hooking up with or somebody I'm dating if that gets them off and they want to send me something I'll be like all right I'll receive it I'm not going to reciprocate but I don't really mind but if I don't know you we've never met and you just start off by sending me a dick pic or a dick video no so anyway I was ready to write him off but I don't know what happened we just kept talking I think there was a vibe in terms of just conversation and sense of humor or something like that and he followed up with me literally when I was on the plane on my way back the anticipation has been building up is what I'm trying to say. Let's fast forward. I get back from London and it's right before Thanksgiving and I keep talking to this dude on Snapchat still. He tells me he's an occupational therapist and he's talking about how he's baking a pie for his Thanksgiving dinner and all this stuff. I'm like, okay, well, come over. <laughs> you will. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. I need to address something really quick, actually. I do not want to be judged for inviting dudes over to my house. <sighs> Here's the thing. I am a bit lazy in the fact that I am willing to risk somebody just coming over to my house. Because here's the thing. I can go off my front balcony and see that before I buzz them in. So I'm just not that worried about it. Also, I'm really close to my neighbors. I send a screen recording of these dudes profiles and all of their information to people. Honestly, I just don't want to always meet someone out and have to like get drinks.
drinks because first of all I don't really drink that much and if I'm drinking I like to drink with my friends I also don't want to go out and do dinner because like I'm not trying to fart when I'm having sex that night you know what I'm saying or get shit stuck in my teeth I do like going on dates but if I have matched with a man especially on tinder and I know immediately that this man is just going to be a hookup and not a serious prospect why not just invite him over I prefer to just have people in my space first of all I have a dog I want to be with Henry and second of all when I'm at someone else's house it's that weird discomfort where I'm like oh am I overstaying my welcome oh do I need to just leave also I don't want to pay for freaking Ubers and Lyfts I just want a man to come to me I can just control the situation a lot more and then I have all the things that I need right like I have my condoms and my lube and my skincare I caution everyone yes be safe and be smart about it but I don't want to be judged on that I know I'm not the only bitch out here doing that okay so leave me alone so anyway I invite him over and I am getting really anxious and nervous he told me he lived out west somewhere, maybe like Elmhurst or something. God, it's been so long, I forget. But it was about a 30 minute drive or something, which is another red flag, right? <laughs> so much stress. Come to the city from the burbs, you know he's sketch. I gave him the cross street, but I was like, I'll give you my address once you actually get here. I asked him for his last name. He definitely gave me a fake. The name that he gave me though, it very much so matched the profile of the man. And the other thing too was that he matched me on tinder but i ignored that too honey the other thing that i forgot to mention was that i was in a vulnerable space and i just really needed to hook up with a fine ass man i was getting over somebody i was feeling very rejected and i was like all right this guy's hot as hell i'm just gonna ignore all these red flags <laughs> so anyway he was like well i kind of need your address now because my phone runs off of wi-fi <laughs> I know I'm so utterly embarrassed to keep telling you these stories because it just gets worse and worse and worse and I know I know you're like Sora I just thought more highly of you <laughs> but listen smart people do stupid things too okay I'm like, fuck it, whatever. I give him my address. I'm nervous. So I'm drinking gin and tonics, just drinking and smoking. And then I get a freaking cross buzz, which is the number one no-no. You never want to be cross buzzed, but I was definitely a little fucked up. So he buzzes my apartment and I'm like, hey, hold on. And I go out to my balcony and I shine a motherfucking flashlight on him. And a very tall, handsome man looks up at me. And I didn't immediately see see that he looked like the guy from the profile because I am on the very top floor. I was kind of far, but I was close enough to see that he was a tall, handsome man. So I was like, all right, you can come in. So I buzz him up and I'm looking through the peephole and I don't see anybody. And I can't really hear. Usually you can hear people clomping up the stairs, but my dog is just barking so hard that I can't hear anything. So then I'm looking through the peephole. I don't see anyone. And so I unlock the door. Remember, again, I'm cross buzz, so I don't immediately connect that that's not the guy in the profile. The guy in the profile, he looked like I could easily take him. Cause you know, he looked like just sort of a mid-size average built guy. So I unlock the little chain thing on my door and I open the door and I'm shook because this very tall man is right there, you know? And because I didn't see anyone in the people, I wasn't expecting someone to be right there. As soon as I looked up at his face, I knew he was not 
the man in his prose file. This was a motherfucking catfish. And what was wild to me and what I was trying to compute in my mind was why would a really hot guy pretend to be another really hot guy? In my mind, I was like, okay, what if he changes hair? What if he just worked out? What if he's wearing contacts? Because yes, in the photo, brown hair, brown eyes, average build. In real life, tall football player build, almost. He had green eyes. Something about his eyes were off. His pupils were really big. They were just very untrustworthy. He's not the guy in his profile. And I'm like, oh my fucking God, what do I do? He's already in my house. Also, I was like, but I'm attracted to him. So I'm like, all right, let's see where this goes. He immediately comes in and gives me this huge hug. He gives me the big wrapping his arms around my waist hug. You know the kind. And so immediately I was like, all right, because I love when a guy's all over me. Some people aren't like that, but I definitely, especially in like a sexual or romantic partner, like I love to be touched. So immediately I was like, oh, this is nice. And I'm pretty sure he said something like, do you approve? So I go into my kitchen and he's just like stalking me. I'm trying to get some space away from him so I can just kind of think. But I am glad that he was stalking me because that way I was able to keep an eye on him and stuff because what if he wanted to rob me? Literally, he was on my ass the whole time. So he's like stalking me around my kitchen and I'm making us drinks. And he said something super fucking funny. He goes, wow, you're walking around here like you don't live here. He was so right. I was so uncomfortable. I was like pacing around my house. Anyway, we have two drinks and I'm already over my limit by now because I drank before he showed up. He is pretty quick about trying to make moves on me, but I'm uncomfortable because I mean, clearly this is a catfish and I don't call him out on it in case I was wrong. I don't know. I didn't have my wits about me. So in a normal sense, if I was sober, I would have whipped out my screen recording of him and been like, yeah, this isn't you. Like, who the fuck are you? You know what I'm saying? In a normal circumstance, I would have. But dude, I was so caught off guard, cross buzzing. I didn't think to do any of that. But he knew that I knew. But he also knew that I was still curious. We were both just playing along. So bizarre. Yeah, we just talked a little bit more. I got a little more comfortable. And I was like, all right, well, like, I guess we can start hooking up. So, you know, he starts kissing me. And at that point, I'm like, whatever. We moved to the bedroom. This guy has a huge wiener. And I was like, okay. <laughs> All right, cool. But here's the thing. Here's the thing about big dicks. You know, when it's a one night stand, it's not that great, especially if you can't get it in you. It was actually still a hot experience, even though there wasn't a lot of intercourse. It was just more oral and us getting ourselves off, you know, that kind of a vibe. Truly, he made me feel sexy. He was very communicative, complimentary. I actually tried something new with this catfish. Okay, so let me ask you, have you ever ever had anyone spit in your mouth? <laughs> I always thought that was really gross. But for some reason, while I was hooking up with this catfish, he was like, can I spit in your mouth? And I was like, you know, I've never let anyone do that before. Ah. <laughs> but I opened my mouth. Tell me that you don't think it's so unnecessarily hot when a guy spits. There's just something about when a man spits, just that sound, that, oh, my God, it is so hot. But yeah, I mean, his aim was literally perfect. Didn't get it anywhere, but right inside my mouth. And I spit his spit right on his wiener. And I started giving him a blowjob. And he did it for a second time. And then I used that spit on his balls. 
So I'm giving him a sloppy blowjob with his saliva. I'm playing with his balls, lubricated by his saliva. And then I'm using another finger with the same hand that I'm playing with his balls. I think I use like my middle finger or something to caress his butthole a little bit. I have long nails, so I don't really go inside a dude's butthole. If a guy asked me to put a finger in his butt, I would. And I think I've done that before. It's been a really long time though, because I've had nails for a while. But yeah, I mean, I don't mind a little butt play. I got a lot of positive reception to this catfish special. I also don't really want to make it about him. So should we call it the choice sauce combo? I don't know. Y'all tell me choice sauce combo or catfish special, or maybe it's interchangeable. I think both names are pretty funny. Anyway, that was really fun. I just wanted to share with you my little experimental moment into spitting. I was into it, if you can't tell. Wow, the things I talk about on here. God help me. Okay, so then how did it end? We both finished and he went home and then he snapped me the next day, but it was Thanksgiving. I was stuffed and I didn't want to get stuffed again. And then it just petered off. I haven't called him out. I don't really know. He's probably on to his next catfish victim. <laughs> Upon reflection, a couple of thoughts. Why did I hook up with a catfish? Why did I invite a catfish over? Knowing he was probably a catfish. I even told him one time, I was like, yeah, I'm convinced you're a catfish, but I'm willing to see where this goes. Like I literally said that. And I'm like, why did I do that? Well, it ties back into what I was talking about earlier in the episode. Bruh, I was lonely. I really just wanted to hook up with a hot guy. You know what I'm saying? I don't regret it. Do I think it was stupid? Absolutely. Do I recommend you do that? Absolutely not. Please do not. Okay, just live vicariously through my story, but you stay away from that shit. And then I was just thinking about why did he catfish? And literally the only explanation of why a hot man would pose as another hot man is that he's cheating on his girlfriend. And listen, I don't want any drama. And obviously if I had really thought about all of this, you know, I don't want that karma. This motherfucker, if this somehow reaches someone who's got a sketchy boyfriend in Chicago, who has very rough hands by by the way, he just had the most uncharacteristically rough ass, dry ass hands. As if he had a job where he was washing his hands constantly. So maybe he was in the medical field in some shape or form. But yeah, feel free to hit me up uh, on social media and I can verify whether or not your boyfriend is cheating on you. As I'm wrapping this episode up, I do want to let y'all know I have decided to start recording this episode on video as well. I am not going to edit and upload the video version of this. I will still do an audio only podcast, but I am starting to record on my phone as well so that I can clip some visuals for promo on TikTok. So if you can follow me over on TikTok at Sora Not Sorry, I would really appreciate it. I definitely want to reach more people. And the way I found out about a lot of podcasts is on TikTok. I'm excited to chat with y'all in the next episode. I'm still kind of thinking about what I want to talk about. There's a couple of things I would love to dive a little bit deeper about facing the realities of my parents getting older as I'm getting older. Uh, and I would also like to talk a little bit about dating in Chicago in the wintertime because it is straight up a recycling program. All right, y'all. Well, thank you so much for listening. If you haven't already, please subscribe to Sora Not Sorry on Spotify, Apple, wherever you listen to podcasts. Stay safe out there. I hope y'all are COVID free. But anyway, have a wonderful week. Love you. Bye.